Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We have George Thomas of the Akron Beacon Journal. You can follow him on Twitter at ByGeorgeThomas. George, grateful to have you on the show today. Really appreciate it. First things first. I saw you had the smoker going yesterday for your Memorial Day weekend cookout. How'd those ribs turn out? They looked awesome. Uh, my ribs always turn out awesome. It's the one thing I have no humility about, Then I, 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 I've, I've mastered the art of smoking ribs. They always come out juicy and tender, so there we go. Oh, man. Well, hey, now, I'm, now you got me salivating over here. That sounds awesome. <laughs> And you know what? I don't think there are any left either, and I cook six <sighs> racks. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I know we live semi-close to each other, so I was going to have to figure out where you lived and come get them if you had any left. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Anytime. Awesome, awesome. Well, George, let's get into some Brown stuff here. I know it's kind of the lull of the offseason, but the, the big thing I've been asking today, and as you know how these things go with the, with the salary cap and everything – You've got Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and Denzel Ward all due up for extensions. Obviously, Chubb is the one of those three that has no fifth-year option. He's due up first. But Andrew, Andrew Berry and company, they have some discussions to have about these three, and I'm not saying they won't pay all three of them, but if they decide that they can't possibly commit money and cap space to all three of them, just in terms of down the line, what the cap's going to look like and how much room they'll have. Because as you know, once you get that quarterback contract on the books, everything changes. Who of those three is maybe the odd man out to not get paid in your eyes? Well, that, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw something. At, the NFL salary cap is going up, up to over $200 million next year. So they, they're going to pay all three there. So there. But I'm going to play along and answer your question. And, <laughs> um, you know, it – I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you on this. I think I heard you say earlier, Chubb is the odd guy out, and simply because the perception is running backs are a dime a dozen in the NFL. But I, I'll reply to that by saying, are they really? Is somebody like a Nick Chubb a dime a dozen? And I, I'd say no. You need Denzel Ward if he can if if he stays healthy because he is a lockdown corner in a passing league. They're hard to come by. Um, And, you know, Baker is Baker. I mean, they spent, what, 20-some-odd years wandering in the desert with respect to a quarterback, and it looks like they found him. You don't let him slip away. So I'm going to say, begrudgingly, I'm going to say Chubb, knowing, however, that the salary cap is going to be over $200 million next year, courtesy of that ridiculous TV contract they signed in recent months. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's been the thing I've been, you know, I've been prefacing this argument with. I'm not saying they won't sign all three, um, but obviously the GMs, they think ahead of, you know, this is what it's going to maybe look like next year, but then how what will the numbers look like four or five years down the line, and we need to make sure we have some flexibility. So I think it's an interesting question. Um, I actually did say, I said pay Nick Chubb. Because I love Nick Chubb, and I think he fits this team so well. And like you said, 
running backs are a dime a dozen, but are they really? Like when you're talking about a Nick Chubb, he's an elite guy that deserves yeah. the money. For me, I said Denzel mostly because I think they have more depth at corner now, especially after drafting Greg Newsome. But again, I don't begrudge anybody who says the running back argument because I do understand that. But but see, you say there's more depth at corner. However, a lot of it's still unproven. Very okay? true. When Denzel is healthy, Denzel is a dominating cornerback in the NFL. Before he caught COVID last year, um, look at look at what he put together games wise, and it's it's just unreal. I'd sit at home because I I wasn't in the press box this past year because of everything going on, and just marvel at what he did in the defensive backfield. So you know. It's 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 a sub, it shouldn't be subjective, but that's a subjective question. It's real. Yeah. I, I, if if you had told me five years ago that the Browns had this kind of talent, where we had to ask these questions, I would have said you were smoking something. But now, <laughs> it, it, it's an interesting conundrum for them to have. Absolutely, and that, that's the other thing I've been saying is. Just because we're talking about this, it's not a bad thing. Like when you get to the point where you're a good team, these are the conversations you have because you can't possibly always pay everybody. Like there's no way everybody who's on the Browns now is going to be on the Browns in three years from now. It's just you know addition and subtraction numbers wise, it's just not going to happen. Um, whether all three of these guys get paid or not, some other guys will fall to the wayside. So you're right. It's it's a very interesting place to be in for the Browns, given what we've seen from their history over the years to actually yeah. have conversations like this. And see, this is what fans are going to have to get, get used to. Cause this works both ways. It's, it's, it's more of a business now than it's ever been. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you, if you've got a favorite player and he up and goes someplace else, I'm sorry, that's, that's just the business. He's going to go before he gets got. It's that simple. Talking to George Thomas of the Akron Beacon Journal on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. George, it sounds like you're already on board with Payne Baker, but just for argument's sake, I want to talk about it a little bit because the the when of when you pay these quarterbacks is more complicated than ever, right? I mean, you have the price goes up exponentially every year when you sign one of these quarterback contracts, so you don't want to be the last one to do it, but you also want to make sure you've seen enough where you don't end up like Jared Goff or Carson Wentz, you pay this guy, and then you're trying to get that contract out of here. So for you, has Baker done enough to warrant that big quarterback money that's going to be in the range of probably 35 to $40 million a year? Baker did enough to earn his option. Now, we Baker's got to put together two consistent seasons. Agreed. And, and, and mind you, I, I'm more confident that that second season will come this year simply because familiarity with the offense as opposed to anything else. And the fact that he has, they, he has a coaching staff that's willing to cater to his skill set, which is basic coaching. But so many coaches from what I've seen, high school level, college level, which you didn't know something. <laughs> never. Some of them never, ever want to cater to the skill set they have. You know what I mean? To the, yeah. the player skills they have. They want to try and force a, a, a square peg into a round hole, and it doesn't work. So I think in Stefanski and AVP, he's got coaches that are A, on his side, and B, 
who are who are willing to play to his strengths and call plays to his strengths. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I agree with you on the, the, the continuity part of this. Can't be understated because he had the first couple of years, there were so many changing parts with coaches oh, and who man. was calling the plays and who was doing all this stuff. I mean, it's it's hard to develop any kind of rhythm or you know comfortability when that's happening. So the fact that he's coming back with Kevin Stefanski, I like what you said too about you know the square peg and a round hole. That reminds me when I was when I was covering the Bills, um, we had like the weekly press conference with the away coach at the time. It was um, who was the Broncos? Uh, Vance Joseph, Vance Joseph, and he talked about how he normally runs a four three defense, but when he came to Denver. They were such a good 3-4 defense that he adjusted things to fit his personnel. And that has stuck with me to this day. Like, when you hear about these coaches and they're not using players the right way, you got to do what your player, like what, you got you, like you said, you have to kind of go into it using what your players do best. So I'm 100% on board with that, and I think that this coaching staff has certainly figured out how to do that with Baker. Well, you see, I, I, that's one of the reasons I think they are – on the defensive side of the ball, they are going off the after these players with maximum flexibility. You know what I mean? Yes. Versatility. Uh, 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 um, Jeremiah Owasu Karamoa, for instance, you can plug him in at two or three positions in that in that defense, and he's going to be fine. Um, the linebacker out of West Virginia has a reputation for being a very very versatile player. Clowney uh, is versatile. Clowney is versatile. All of that, and 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 that's being able to provide yourself um, backups. Number one at, at at varying positions, but also it allows you to to change the defense at will, and 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 basically keep your opponents off guard because they don't know what the hell's happening. Right. Right. Um. But again, that that that. That, yeah, the the all of it, the versatility, everything is is going to be key for the Browns. That's my big question. I mean, everybody has been talking about um, um, getting Julio Jones and and getting the, this player, getting that. You don't need any. I don't think you need any more players. You know what you, the Browns need? They need to. to to be able to integrate Odell Beckham Jr. into this offense effectively. That's question number one. I agree. Question number, question number two is, is getting that defense to gel. Now, if, if both of those can happen, guess what? You got a really, really dangerous team. The roster is there. I don't think you need any more pieces. I'm with you. Uh, this roster, as constructed, is already one of the best teams in the AFC, if not the NFL. It's just about making all the pieces work now. So I'm 100% with you on that. You mentioned Julio. Real quick, we, this doesn't have to be a long conversation, but because it doesn't even sound like the Browns are really in the mix on him. But I know there was some conversation. I mean, we had Hugh Douglas on last week, and he talked about how he thought the Browns would be the best fit for Julio. Would you rather have Julio Jones at 32 or Odo Beckham Jr., four years younger but coming off that knee surgery? If I'm basing it on Odell Beckham's training footage, guess what? Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> but the four years is a big factor. Um, I know from being in the locker room that Odell is a nice – he's a great locker room guy. Yes. Period. I mean, people on the outside 
uh, moan about him, but the guys in the locker room love that guy. And the only thing they haven't been able to do, and too bad it's it's the important thing, is make it fit seamlessly on the field. Right. And that that that's the big one, obviously. But I will I will stick with Odell Beckham Jr. and his reconstructed knee, and based on that film. I mean, if you look at um, Julio Jones' numbers, if I'm not mistaken, his touchdown production has been going down steadily for the past three to five years. So, you know, this, I call it the, the fantasy football mentality. This is a bunch of dudes on the outside playing fantasy football, and they're just trying to stack the team for the sake of stacking the team. I mean, the Browns are stacked. Right now they are stacked, period. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and I agree on the fantasy football thing. I think that fantasy football has given a lot of people this misconception of how important or good certain players are in certain roles, and it's it's not necessarily fair. So I, I'd probably stick with I would stick with OBJ as well. So I'm I'm with you on that. Talking to George Thomas of the Akron Beacon Journal on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You can follow George on Twitter at by George Thomas. Couple more for you here. Biggest one, uh, let's talk big picture for a second. Obviously, the Browns have high expectations. As you said, they have a few big questions to kind of answer going into this year. When you look at the hierarchy of the AFC, you got Mahomes and the Chiefs, of course. You got the Bills up in Buffalo. The Ravens have some high expectations of their own within this division. Where do the Browns fit into the AFC hierarchy? Well, they're top four. They're in the mix with the three teams you mentioned, I think. Um the big question is, for me, is in the, in the North, has Lamar Jackson been figured out? Now, don't sleep on Pittsburgh. Nobody should sleep on Pittsburgh. If Ben Roethlisberger comes back, the, the Steelers will make some noise. Um, Mahomes is Mahomes, period. I, I, the only problem with, with Kansas City that I can see is that offensive line has been whole, reconstructed, period. He's got two new tackles, and I don't care what anyone says. It's going to take a, a minute for that offensive line to gel. So there's their big question mark. Um, can Josh Allen keep it together? Yeah. There, there's your next question. They have a great defense in Buffalo, but can, can Josh Allen continue to perform? Um, but I think the Browns are right there. I really do. And it feels weird saying that. It, <laughs> A lot of, lot of new, uh, new things to talk about with this Browns. It's a whole new world, right? Like we're talking about not being able to keep players because we have too many. The Browns have too many good ones. We're talking about being one of the top teams in the AFC. It's, it's crazy for sure. Um, got, it, it felt weird covering the Browns beyond, beyond January for me last year. It felt <laughs> super weird. You, usually, to- usually, you got your vacation booked by then. You're like, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. The big worry forever was the Cavaliers when LeBron was here. I mean, I knew I was working a lot of a lot of nights till two a.m. in the morning, three a.m. in the morning when when the Cavs were in the playoffs when LeBron was here. But the the, the Browns thing is just it's an adjustment without a doubt. All right, I'll get you out of here with this because I have to ask about the, the movie scene. Have you seen any good ones lately? Anything worth me making my first trip back to the theater in over a year? Uh, a Quiet Place 2. Okay. I did have my uh, eye on that one. So That one is, I, I, I liked it, and I'm not a horror guy. 
So a quiet place too. And surprisingly, if you have a significant other, Cruella, it's just tremendous fun. And okay. it, it, there's only one place to see Cruella, and that's because it's got some nice scope to it. You want to see that on a big screen, not a television, because you could you can stream that on Disney Plus for thirty bucks. But <laughs> I don't <laughs> know gonna, if anything. I, I, I go to the theater. I, I can tell you right now, I'm, I, I that was the big dilemma for me, right? Like I was like, oh, we could watch it at home, but then I was like, dude, I, I work in radio. Like I don't, I don't have money to be dropping thirty bucks on a movie. Like sorry, that's I, I'm not doing that. So yeah. I, I, I'm thinking the theater is the place to go for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, George. Hey, really appreciate the time. Really thankful that you came on with me today. Um, again, George Thomas, the Akron Beacon Journal. Follow him on Twitter at by George Thomas. Until we talk again, have a great one. If you're lying to me and you have any ribs left over, I hope you enjoy those too. <laughs> <laughs> the ribs are gone, Spencer. <laughs> All right, George. Later. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.